1: Merry Christmas! Happy holidays to everyone! I hope y'all are staying warm in these frigid times. Mother Nature, come get this shit, please! And thank you. Oh man! All right. So for this last episode of 2022, uh, it's just uh, going to be one of our uh, good old-fashioned bull sessions, just bullshitting about everything and that's going on in wrestling. And there's been a lot going on this week. Um, I'm gonna. I know exactly where I'm gonna start with. Uh, Smackdown tonight. um, FYI, we are recording this on a Friday night. Uh, Something interesting happened, and we know we've seen a little bit with the live events. Uh, Kayla, our resident um, Cross and Scarlet fan, are we finally, finally going to see your girl in the ring?
2: I really do hope so, because, you know, seeing her back in impact ring of honor your indies and you know all the different promotions she's phenomenal in the ring and and it I and I heard when she had that mixed match tag team with cross against Emma and madcap made me like oh my gosh she's getting what she wants and then then Emma oh poor Emma I'm glad you're back in WWE I really am. But honey, you screwed up. The last thing you want to do is start a fight or smack the smoke show. A.K.A. the Angel of Doom, Scarlet. Because, yeah, she can kick you around. But she also has her executioner of a husband as well. So your mind is gonna be filled with so many, many different things. It's you don't know what's up and you ain't gonna know what's down. So if we're getting Emma versus Scarlet, I suggest Emma start doing your research because you're gonna need Madcap on your side because cross is gonna be on Scarlet's. So good luck sweetie, and remember tiktok you slapped the wrong wrong female and if cross wouldn't have stopped her tonight she would have had you up against that floor in a heartbeat so yeah
1: man it's yeah it's like i'm glad emma's like getting featured here and there and everything it's like i would love to see her actually pick up a win because i don't think she's had a win yet and with this against Scarlet, now it's like, yeah, I seriously doubt she's gonna get a win against her because it's like I saw those clips from the live events of the mixed, the mixed uh, tag match and everything, and it's just I've never seen a full match of Scarlet, and I'm intrigued and I can't wait for it to actually happen. What do you think, Jolie?
0: Well, I mean. I've been all for her starting off the fight, but I just wish it wasn't with Emma. If you're going to have her go against somebody of a top tier, yeah, I get it. She's probably one of the better choices. But honestly, I would have her piss off maybe, you know, Lacey Evans and then have her beat the shit out of Lacey Evans. Just cause. <laughs> um, yeah, really. Because, <laughs> you know, Emma is not used to an all, like, I mean, I know she's faced a lot of people uh in impact when she was there and you know she's faced like Becky but you know it's just I don't know just putting her with against um Scarlet I mean like I said, you know, having Scarlet and those two face each other is a smart move on WWE's part, but it's not getting the reception from the crowd that I thought it would get. Um I don't know what's been up with the crowds lately. I think everybody's just tired of oversaturation of wrestling, to be perfectly honest. Um, there's, like, mm-hmm. so many comebacks, so much going on, especially with January being Wrestle Kingdom and in uh, Rumble's coming up. It's like, we're just, there's just oversaturation with almost so much shit. But, you know, like I said, he's a good person to start her off with. But, I, you know, again, I would have had her piss off somebody else like Lacey Evans. Just so I mm-hmm. could see her smack the shit out of Lacey. <laughs>
1: yeah, it doesn't help that Lacey Evans is getting repackaged for the second time now since coming back
0: from her pregnancy. But Well, this is the repackage that should have been done from the start she shouldn't I mean yeah I guess I get the southern sassy bell I get that that's something she wanted to do but if you're gonna have this hard ass bitch and somebody that could most likely in a real fight beat Ronda Rousey this is the way you should have done right. it I mean she's military she knows how to fight she knows how to fight 30 make her that heel make her that way and it would have been i think she would have gotten over a lot better because with her being military she could have like even had fucking sergeant slaughter come out and be like a guide for her how to be you know a heel and still get over on the crowd because that's what he was a lot of times right so yeah that would have been pretty cool you know hooking her up with slaughter yeah
1: well, we'll definitely have to see how long it. Maybe I mean, maybe I don't know if it's gonna it probably won't be next week, but hopefully in the new year, it's like I find the WWE universe will finally get to see Scarlett Russell on the TV. Hey, speaking of guides and uh, heels and everything like that, we talked about this on our group text, and so the r- reports came out this week that at WrestleMania, Mr. Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. um they're, they're gonna they're working to have him possibly at WrestleMania and looking to have him like manage um one of the wrestlers for a match. This guy loves the talk and I think oh it's like oh yeah. Some people are not a fan of this. I'm all for it. I'm a big fan of Stephen Ace. I love it. Now the only question is, Julie, who should he manage if it, it happens?
0: And that's the easiest fucking answer in the world—the one person on the entire fucking roster that can't speak worth a fucking damn. Ronda Rousey, she can't, she can't, she can't cut a promo well. Rousey, yeah. I, I love her to death, but she cannot fucking cut a promo well. Uh, Shane has been carrying her in all the the talking. She's very cringeworthy. So if you're gonna have, if he wants to do a heel, she's the perfect heel. And especially if she's facing the likes yeah. of say Charlotte Flair, who comes back as a babyface. Or Becky? I I don't think she's facing Becky. I think that'd be so stupid right now to have her face Becky. I think they need to keep Becky on this Bailey train for a little while, up until Mania, have it pop off at Mania. And then, because I'm sorry, and I know we're going to get to this a little bit later, but they can't just have Alexa versus Bianca one-off. Nope saying that right the fuck now. No. Don't. That's not a one-off. Um, So, I think you keep that on the trajectory, and I know we'll talk to that about later. You have Charlotte come back and face Ronda, because they got shit to deal with themselves, and you just keep yeah. Becky and Bailey on a non-title run, or throw in a mid-card title for those two. And that's perfect. Okay. And, because... I'm sorry. Becky right now does not need the title. Bailey does not need the title. Um no. And uh, I, as much as... It would have made sense if they didn't start this feud with Bailey and Becky to have her go after Ronda. But I think there are so many people invested in this storyline with Becky and Bailey, especially fans who have been with them since the, the start and like right. their, their NXT days, like, you know, we want this because now we're only going to have three OGs left of that era uh, with the women's division. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, I, we're invested. So it's just like, we need to stay invested. And I think right now moving away could be completely just not, I'm not ready for it. Cause there's just too many more options for, championships and it's like we don't need the same women going for the titles. Yes, I know I said having Charlotte go after Ronda, but like I said, they've got unfinished business. Um, Yeah. Becky and Ronda do have unfinished business, but Becky hasn't spoken Ronda's name, hasn't whispered in Ronda's direction, so it's kind of like unless they build it up perfectly, right now is not the right time to pull the trigger. SummerSlam. If she still has a title on SummerSlam, pull it then. But if you need somebody to talk for Ronda, Stephen A, of course, is the perfect person. But if we're going to have to go male, I mean, Bray can speak for himself. Braun's okay. Almost has uh, MVP. There's really no man that needs somebody to speak for him. Unless well, unless you break Sola Sequoia away from the bloodline. That would be the only person.
1: I thought about him, but then I also thought about, and this, this wouldn't happen for this WrestleMania, but if, if you were going to throw him in as a surprise and leave his sidekick at home for one night, Carmelo <laughs> Hayes, as far, yeah, cause it's like trick tricks getting on my damn nerves. I mean, yeah, he's a great hype man and everything, but it's like if you want to bring like a surprise to wrestlemania to wrestle in a match, I don't know who it would be against and everything, but it's like with Carmelo and his showmanship, his presence and everything, damn Stephen A would be the Stephen A would be the guy for that. but again, I don't know if it really happened by this WrestleMania, so. Man. Oh. Kayla, you got anybody in mind? I'm actually
2: on the same page with Jolie because Rhonda cannot cut a promo whatsoever.
1: Oh, I agree with that, oh. yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's just um, I love her left and right. Um, you know, I love watching her in the ring. I love that the fact that her and Shayna are actually teaming, you know, together and you know running chaos on smackdown um but Rhonda, she does have some good ones um but sometimes it's just like she really needs work and um honestly if i have to admit i don't think she's ever had a good one since the one where she her, she was going at with the bella twins and she says you um you'll go right up john cena threw out the same door that she walked through or whatever um, yeah
1: i think i remember that promo yeah
2: yeah, and, you know, honestly, I think that was a good one, but she hasn't had any since that. So anybody, this guy comes in and, you know, be a manager or speak for somebody, it definitely needs to be Ronda Rousey. Um, I don't really have a man, a guy, um, but I kind of do agree with the Carmella Hayes one. And also, if, when I do watch NXT, Trick Williams, and he's the kind of guy you just want to sit there and just smack him around a couple of times. I'm like, dude, stop, stop, just, just give it <laughs> You know, it's like, uh, I don't know
0: what it is about him. I don't know either. I, I really don't. But here's the thing: Carmelo can speak for himself. Carmelo is actually yeah. pretty good on the yeah. mic, so yeah. he wouldn't need a mouthpiece. But if we're going to go that route, you know who does, who is a guy that we don't like? He's okay on the mic, but it would make him that more cocky to have Stephen A. in his corner. Awesome Theory. Oh, God,
1: talk about Annoyance City! Hell, I was just watching. So, I was just watching some of first take from this morning because it's the only time I can watch it is at night. And just, oh my god, it's like Stephen A. and Austin Theory. Oh my god!
2: And it's funny <laughs> that you say Austin Theory because the other night was it? Yeah, Wednesday night. Mom and I was watching AEW Dynamite, and I know this is off subject from WWE, but. I don't know what we got on the subject. And I think it's because Sammy Guevara came out with Chris Jericho. And, and it just popped in my head. And I said, Mom, if you had to choose between these two, who would you choose? And she says, Oh gosh. I said, Austin Theory or Sammy Guevara? And she says, Ah. Oh. I said, If I had to choose between those two, it'd definitely be Austin Theory. And you know how much he aggravates me. She goes, I agree. She says, "If I had to choose between those two, I give up wrestling."
1: <laughs> oh
2: shit! <laughs>
1: oh, I
2: said, uh, I said "No, it ain't that bad." I said, "Theory, theory can be, you know, annoying." But I said, "She knows." She's like, "No, I give up wrestling if I ever had to choose between those
1: two. <laughs> no, it's like Caleb. Actually, total agreement with you on that one and everything because it's like I usually support. It, I usually support anybody from Houston, but Sammy Guevara is like, ugh, I don't know. Ugh, no, no. I, I hate that. he, No, no, no. He gets on my nerves. He's horrible. It's just, no, ugh, ugh. Austin Theory, a hundred times over. Jeez Louise. Okay, so if we had to do our top, it sounds like if we had to do our top five, like a Stevens A list like he does on Tuesdays, if we had to do our top five, so I would say so from our conversation. Um let's see here. So number five would be uh, let's see. Number five would be Austin Theory, four Carmelo, uh Solo, R- Rousey, and then damn, there was one more we mentioned. I fucking forgot. <laughs> No, I think that's it. Okay, we didn't didn't get to an A-list. We didn't get... I guess we didn't mention five after all.
0: Austin, Carmelo... No, we
1: didn't. Okay, okay. so it was only four. Damn, because A-list is usually a top five. Oh, well. But Rousey's at the top, and then uh, then the guys, it's kind of like a free-for-all with all of them and everything. But So it's like, Rousey for sure for the girls, the guys is a (laughs) toss-up. Because it's like you could basically put pull anybody in there, but either way, it's like Stephen A's is a big draw, so people need to shut up about like him, him not being a good fit for WrestleMania. Screw you. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> okay, so uh, Jolie, you did bring it up, and Kayla, I know you wanted to talk about it, so Monday night. Alexa, uh, Bianca it's like they had to sit down but now it looks like we're seeing the full Alexa turn and everything. So what do you want to get off your chest about it?
2: Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I think we're finally getting it. Um, Her finally going to do the whole swing turn Um, and I'm pretty sure once she loses her I would love to see her Raw Women's Champion again more than anything
0: mm. but
2: um, I think for her to do the whole complete full turn and rejoin forces with bray um, would be for her to lose the match because that's what she would definitely switch the flip the switch um, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that in the video clip or whatever you saw and when Bianca fell you could just see Lily peeking out behind the chair like he
1: I saw just, you know I saw shot later than that i didn't realize it at first but i saw I, I, I went
2: back and saw the video and you could actually see her creeping out behind the chair and it's just like it's just a matter of time and i just love the fact she's like oh you can trust me turns around and picks up the base and just knocks her out like uh lexi yeah right um <laughs> what is next you know obviously the full turn it's coming she's switched to sister abigail she's not remembering Um, what she's doing, and every time the logo pops up, she just gets that vibe, and the fact, it's triggered it. Like I said, um, her match is definitely, it's going to be a loss. I hate that. Or, heck, WWE is going, is Bray going to show up during the match, and cost Bianca, and help Alexa win? I mean, heck, Triple H has been throwing us curveballs left and right, so like I said, I would love anything for Alexa to be Raw Women's Champion again because she hasn't been champion in a while. Yes, she had the tag team mm-hmm. titles. Uh, tag team titles. Right. um, A while back, twice or three. It's twice. three
1: now. Three, I mean, that's I mean, right. It's
2: three it's times. It's... A... You got me second guessing this now. Oh,
1: she
2: she I know, we're both looking it up like, uh.
1: I know, right? (laughs) Shit. Sorry, people.
2: Our brains are like, wait, what? Three, two? Let's see.
1: It's Alexa. Alexa.
2: Two. No, three times. Okay. Three times. Two of Nikki, one with Oscar.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay. 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 Yeah, she wasn't.
2: Yeah, no wonder I don't remember the Oscar one because it didn't last very long. Uh, No, it didn't. (laughs) But no, um, but yeah, I would definitely love to see her a four time Raw Women's Champion. Um, like I said, anything can happen. I don't see her beating Bianca because the only way to trigger the whole complete turn of going towards the Bray was to basically lose a match that you've been looking forward to, right? So I guess we're going to see what happens, and I'm intrigued. And uh, it looks like Willie's back, so. What kind of creepiness is a little creepy dolls wanna do? And no, I do not want to buy a lily. As much as I'm a big Alexa Bliss fan, no, I will not buy a lily doll for forty bucks or thirty bucks out of the WWE shop.
1: weren't you gonna buy it and send it to Jolie? Yeah, I did, didn't I? <laughs> I give her a Christmas present. I haven't done it. I
0: swear to fuck. I swear to fuck. If a Lily doll shows up at my house, I don't care which one of you bitches sent it, you're going to get some bad, bad juju. I'm going to send you both Tayakante gear. Oh! And just for extra measure, if That'll I find out nice- that it's Kayla, I'm going to send her Jade Cargill gear.
1: Oh, they'd be nice rags. So it wouldn't really matter. They'll get used as rags. <laughs>
0: And then I would tag her on Twitter saying that you're Jade's biggest fan. I would hate you forever. (laughs) (laughs) So again Be wise about what you send me. Oh, she's on sale for thirty
2: four (laughs) ninety nine. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would not do that to you because I do not want anybody I don't
0: like com <laughs> Oh, I thought she was just a glitter bomb instead. Oh shit! Oh, you mean a glitter penis bomb? That's next. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Jolie,
1: did you want to throw anything in about Bianca and Lex, or did you get it off your chest earlier?
0: Well, like I said, I said this is, this can't be a one-off. This needs to be a trilogy. This needs to go. As far as it goes, I mean they gave it to Becky and Bianca. They gave it to Liv and Rhonda. This is one of those one one of the matches that should not be a one off.
2: Gotcha. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Oh I'd take a quick drink. My
2: throat. The okay. only way you would get no no the only way you would get a lily doll in the mail is if I sent you the Alexa pop vinyl that holds the lily doll. That'd be the only way. That's actually kind of cute.
1: Hey, yeah, like, just, get like, off, just get off just get, just get off just get off WW shop. You're gonna come up with so many ideas and Jolie's gonna like she's probably already
0: shop. I'm already oh. bookmarking <laughs> Jade Cargill t shirts.
2: <laughs> do you really think do you think I would really send you a lily doll? No, because I do not want Jade Cargill in my house.
1: <laughs> I think it would just make it to the This shirts would just make it to the uh Front steps, and then she would just. I look at it, oh, it from Jolie. Sure. Nope, I'm good. I'm not even gonna open it. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I was like, it was make it to the front steps, and then you see it's from Jolie, and then you just get the scissors, and then just start. Tear them up, like cut them all up and everything, and then that way you'll, hit, you'll
0: have the rags. Yeah, but but see that, then she wouldn't. She just cut it open, and then what would ha- turn out to be a, a best friend's T-shirt, and she'd be so mad at herself that she didn't open up the packaging. <laughs> she just cut it up and threw it to the wood shipper. See, that would be the perfect revenge. Or a Chris Lat Statlander. <laughs> you know, she was just like, I'm just going to destroy this. It's from Jolie. I don't know what it is. That's something that she really wants. <laughs>
2: Okay, at least try to open it first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make sure
1: cut up whatever you don't want don't want out of it. <laughs> okay, we gotta talk about all right. We gotta talk about something fun. Okay, Monday night. I know this probably ended up being a this was an, an impromptu match, but what turned out to be a mauling with the uh, Rhea and Akira Tozawa. After that match, I saw like a bunch of people on Twitter like saying. We want more intergender matches. We want more intergender matches. And so
0: Jolly, who would you book? If you could. All right. First off, starting with Mia Yim Finn Balor, number one. Number two, be Baron Corbin or whatever the fuck his name is versus Becky Lynch. She owes him. Big time. Big time. Big time. Then I would have uh, actually maybe Seth versus Beth Phoenix. Then I would have, hmm, who else could I get? Fuck it, Ronda versus Brock. Why not? Shits and giggles. <laughs> um, let's see. Nah, the, the one that popped in my head mainly was after seeing her body slam his ass, uh, is Finn versus Mia Yim. That would be honestly entertaining for me. Mia Yim knows how to do intergender matches. And for the people mm-hmm. saying, oh my God, that's abuse. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Let let me break it down to you. Do you think that when Ray Liotta smacked his wife in Goodfellas that that man is an abusive man? No, he's not. He was a total sweetheart. The only reason I bring up Ray Liotta is because I saw him in memoriam. And, yeah, I can't believe he passed away this year. Um, But, yeah, no. So, like, what? the men and women doing those rings is acting and athleticism wrapped up in one giant ball. Mm-hmm. Mia has slammed her husband. Exactly! he was her husband. So, it is what it is, and people just need to think, oh my god, it's abuse. No, it's not, you stupid, raggedy bitch motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, my god, like, you, you want to yell at actors that hit people? You can't do that. Like, it, it, it's It's acting. Now, if it came out after the fact that they were abusive jackasses, then yeah, sure. But no, like the people that we know in ring right now are some of the nicest people in the world. Finn is probably one of the safest wrestlers to work with. Um, And, you know, like we said, Mia has fought her husband. So exactly. people just need to get off their fucking high horse. Exactly. But, but yeah, but definitely, I would definitely like to see a little grudge rematch with Becky and Baron and just have Seth, like, you know, come out, kneecap his ass and then have her take him (laughs) down.
1: Right. Oh man. One of the things, okay. So one of the responses um, I saw was fuck it. Book me and Shelton finally in the ring." They've been bitching at each other on social media forever. And then also, um, also uh Xavier Woods got a hold of it and he was like wait do I finally get my match against reckoning <laughs> he, wa- he wanted that forever It couldn't get it so it's like it's like I'm torn when I book like Woods versus Mia or when I book Shelton versus Mia first and so it's like those are the two I'm like torn and then the one with Finn yeah she after the body slam it's like oh those two can possibly go and then Wait, you said Seth and Beth Phoenix? Yeah. Are you trying? Are you trying to send Seth to the hospital?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she owes him for breaking into his house. I mean, he, she owes him.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was, when oh, he was, when he was going back and forth with that, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so another one that I just thought of. Um, was Lena Vega versus Johnny Gargano. Going back to their NXT days. I would love to see that match. Ooh. And um, once he's healthy. Once he's healthy. I want Rhea Ripley versus Tommaso Ciampa.
1: Wow. How did you come up with that one?
0: Because they're both statistic sons of bitches. Fair point. Fair point. Mm. And you know. If somehow we got. Andrade back or even Alistair I wouldn't mind seeing Rhea versus uh, Alistair or Malachi Black that would be a good match (laughs) and then I would like to see um, I'm not gonna put her against him because I think that'd be stupid but actually you know what I'd like to see Raquel Rodriguez or Gonzalez whatever the fuck they call her versus Andrade if they brought those two back.
1: Man, it's like with all this, they're building Rhea up huge and everything. So I know it's gonna eventually end up with her and Bianca and everything. So it's like give me Bianca I, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, she could probably take all three of the guys on. Like she could take on any one of the guys from Judgment Day. Bianca versus either Finn, Damian, or she I know she can kill Dominique. And then Rhea versus
0: Montez. So since you brought up Bria, I I do have something for after we get to Kayla's thoughts on this. So, Kayla. Kayla, wake up. She's thinking. Chrissy, wake up. Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: I was thinking of the uh, Baron Corbin and Becky Lynch also. Um, obviously. She owes him still. Um, and then just because of the hell he's been putting through a certain wrestler inside and outside the ring, and the way that he's been playing with another one, I wouldn't mind seeing The Miz versus Candace LeRae. Candace get revenge for hubby and her NXT uh, son-in-law. Yeah. Uh, um, and I would be honest honestly agree with Jolie on the whole, if he ever came back, the whole Black versus Rhea Ripley. That would be kind of interesting. Finn versus Mia would be a good one. Um, Let's see. Although it it would be interesting. I do agree with Jolie. It would be interesting to see the Glamazon versus the Visionary. Maybe Seth will stop playing those little mind games a little bit if he had a Glamazon on his ass. Kind of funny. Um,
0: Maybe learn how to dress better. Yeah, he
2: needs to do something. Um, Rhonda versus Brock would be kind of funny. Rhonda could take him, it'd be the first time I see Brock Lesnar tap out. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, I'm trying to think real quick. Uh, can't think of any right now, but those would probably be the ones that be some of the ones that Julie mentioned that I agree with, but like I said. I wouldn't mind seeing the Miz versus Candace LeRae up in there, especially the way she's has he's been playing with Johnny and Dexter. So,
0: or Indy versus the Miz.
2: Yeah, Not too. that too. Yeah, uh, Dexter is her hubby. Yeah, because uh, yeah, she should be up soon. And everything I
1: don't know how much more she'll get. she she can actually do in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm ready
2: for that. You because technically the last time they saw each other, he says I'll come back. For you, so I'm waiting for that
0: reunion again to see how it happens
1: right
2: yeah so
0: oh, I just found something interesting what so I get these suggested pages on Facebook some of the shit I don't know where the fuck it comes from because I'm anti that and it pops up on my feed but this came from a page called Wrestle Updates the top okay. 10 superstars of 2022 that had the most matches and their win percentage at number 10 Kofi Kingston with 87 matches and he won 52.9% of the time number nine Chad Gable 88 matches he only won 19.3% of the time coming in at number eight with 90 matches is Montez Ford he won 55.6% of his matches Coming in at a Hardy number seven with 95 matches and only winning four forty-eight point four percent was Ricochet. Coming in with 101 matches with an 80.2% win average, Bianca Belair. Whoa! Coming in, at, coming in at number five with 102 matches and a 68.6% win average, Drew McIntyre. Coming in at number four with 109 matches and a 56% win average, Liv Morgan, coming in in number three, with 118 matches and a 38.1% win average, Seth freaking Rollins. And tied for first, but with different win percentages, with 134 matches each. Jay Uso with 50% win average and Jimmy Uso with a 51.5% win average. And I thought it was interesting that the one that had the highest percentage of wins was Bianca Belair.
1: This was her year.
0: It this really is- was. And this list is made up of a lot. And like the one thing that people always bitched about WWE is that they don't highlight their, their, uh, People of color, and you've got Kofi, Montez, Ricochet, Bianca, Jimmy, and Jay, all on that list. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. She blew them out of the water with that percentage. Holy crap. Yikes. Amazing. This was, yeah, this was her year. I I wish I, I wish when... Yeah, after hearing that, I wish I, vote, I would have I wish I would have named her my wrestler of the year. Why do oh. you think I did? I know, I know, I know, I know. All right,
0: what do you want to say about Rhea? Okay, so this is being the last res- wrestling podcast of us for the year, and right around the corner in just over a month, I believe. A little over a month, yeah. Is the Royal Rumble. Do we think that Rhea gets the win? I personally she is my pick for the women. For the Rumble? Yeah. Oh. Uh, if, if if you had to a, pick right now. As of right no, now. No other returns. No other. Nobody comes back. Charlotte still takes her time off. She's not back yet. You don't have any other call-ups. You don't have anything else. The women on the roster right now.
1: She's got the most hoodie. momentum. She's got the most momentum. She's got the most strength. Um, it's like she's like been proving backwards and forwards that she does not give an, a shit. She will take down anybody that stands in her way. Yeah, I don't see anybody else other than her right now that's active. Kayla, what do you think? Honestly, that's
2: active. I have two, but Rhea's number one.
0: Well, who's your number two?
2: The one person that I would love to see beat the crap out of Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, and the title.
0: I mean that's a good one <laughs> too, but it's Shayna, she doesn't. Really, that honestly
2: time for. Sh- She's time. It's time for her to get a title. She, yeah, she's had the tag team titles twice with freaking Nia Jax, but it's time for her to have a singles title again. Since we are getting that killer Queen of Spades, so Shane is my second pick. But I really, if we had to choose right now, it'd be Rhea Ripley definitely. But like you said, Rhea don't give a shit right now. She could care less. Braun Strowman could come out and challenge her to a match, and she would step up to her. Dominic might
1: freak out from mommy right now, but he'd get over it. No, she fucking body slammed Gallows, and that's a big son of a bitch.
2: Gallows probably was like, what the hell?
0: (laughs) I can't die for this shit. What the fuck? But honestly, it's
1: like, with the stories... Okay, okay, so... Yeah, with the stories and the background behind with Rhonda and Shayna, their history, their past, their styles and everything, that's enough of a build up for one main event match right there. And then you have Rhea and Bianca; they were supposed to fight for the title last year or earlier this year. Uh, whenever Rhea got hurt and she uh, she couldn't go through with the title match and everything, but it's like. Their days in NXT, and it's just like they're, they've they kind of been on the same path coming through WWE and everything. It's like that's the next generation right there. Those are your two title matches. I don't know what they're going to do with the tag titles. And then it's like, hell, it's like Becky and Bayley can continue their shit, can pick up their shit uh, like right before Mania and have like a blockbuster match without
0: any titles right there. Well, in all honesty, if we want to with the women's tag titles, that's simple. So you'll have Shati Raquel, Tegan and Liv, Toxic Attraction. That's three. Yeah, yeah, because they're, yeah, they're due to come. Casey and Caden. Okay. Damage Control, and then a mystery f- sixth one. And do what they did at WrestleMania 35, and have an elim- or have a not elimination chamber, but like a tornado, or oh. they could have an elimination chamber match for the women's tag title at WrestleMania. Yeah,
1: so basically, it's like with, yeah, with all this and everything, you got four women's
0: matches right there, and those are four high profile matches, mm-hmm. and and one of them's not for the title, no.
1: And I and I can think of another mixed one, and I can think of another one, non-titled mixed and everything. If um, the way that everything's going, I, I mean, I don't know if it's going to get all the way to WrestleMania, but with the way that everything's going right now, you can see you saw on Monday the rumblings about the OC starting to uh, tangle with the Bloodline, and so Bloodline needs a
0: counterpart for Mia. Hey, Naomi, you got left in the dust and you got a choice to make, unfortunately. Yo,
1: Naomi, uh, you, you, you got... Uh,
0: you, Your hubby need you. Look, Mia ain't afraid of shit. No! Hell no! I, I want to see Mia body slam Ro- Oh my god, the day that happens. Oh my god, the day that happens. That crowd's gonna fucking pop. Bo- body slam who? Roman. i <laughs>
1: I figured, I, figured, I figured we'd start with Jay first, uh, Jimmy first, but yeah, <laughs> that'd be
2: funny. Here we the go. day I gotta say, the day that Roman gets body slammed by a female, especially on the street that he's going right now, he will literally vacate both titles and say, here, take it. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could pin me, but yet this person over here can sit there and body slam. Nope, I'm done. Wise man. Take the titles. I'm done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, Kayla, um, I have to ask you, because this is also a hot topic and everything. When do you think your boy is actually coming back? Is it going to be the Rumble, or is it going to be the Costa set?
2: <laughs> Considering... I'm going to take a prediction. Technically, he was supposed to return Sunday at day one in Atlanta. If I had to make a prediction, he is returning to Monday Night Raw, the first Monday Raw in 2023. Okay. Is my prediction. I could be wrong. Wait a second. Okay. I could be wrong. I could be right. I don't know. But considering he was, I heard that he was supposed to return at day one in Atlanta. Considering the last time he was in that arena, State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. I was there. And he won the first ever steel cage match for AEW against Mm Wardlow. So I don't know. Exactly, the top of my head, where Monday Night Raw is going to be. I'll look it up. That, let me know before I continue, real quick. I don't remember what it's going to be at.
1: Oh, yeah, because they did mention this. Nashville.
2: Yeah, I can see. I can see that happening. He's going to return. And Brandy, which, Brandy, I love the videos of you and Liberty going to Disney World, her with Mickey and Minnie. Just dressing her up. She's adorable. So why Cody's returning to wrestling on that day is my prediction. I could be wrong. I'm not going to say it's a spoiler because if it cause if he don't show up, then I was wrong. Um, but, yeah, um, that's my prediction. He I don't see – it would be more of a big pop if he showed up in uh, the Rumble because, honestly, in my – opinion people are expecting him to show up back in the rumble um i know kofi's already cleared himself in the rumble um but i feel like bringing him back before the rumble to mess with seth a little bit more or or something to tease it and it would just be fun to see seth on his toes a little bit more than what he already is um I mean, heck, he's already got Bobby Lashley that wants to kill him. Uh, apparently, I think Austin Theory wants to kill him. So, <laughs> why not add American
1: Nightmare in there?
2: Make Seth not want to sleep.
1: Right, and then plus, <laughs> and then, and then, plus with how with everything I've heard about the Rumble, about who they may have win and everything like that, I'd rather have him. I'd rather have him come back before, way before. So he can get that big pop
2: and that in the night on and I will state in, it. in the
1: night on his terms and stuff like that. Yeah, and I will state
2: it. if they let. You Who know, I'm hearing that they want to win the rumble just so he can face Roman Reigns. That's really going to aggravate me. It really the is. They
1: need to split the titles because
2: that aggravates me. Because, like again, that takes an opportunity away from somebody else that's been active that's worked their butt off. And deserves an opportunity. Would they win? Maybe not. But at least that moment that they would get that WrestleMania moment. You know how many people in that roster would just love to have that moment by winning a Rumble? hmm And letting him come back. Don't get me wrong. I love The Rock to death. I, you know, love some of his movies. One of his movies is one of two. Uh, two of some of his movies are like on my top list of watching. I love watching them. But, dude, you're The Rock. You can come back and I'm pretty sure if you want to challenge freaking Roman Reigns for a title you will get it. You ain't got to right. take You ain't got to win a rumble to get it. I'm sorry. I don't think that's fair. That would yeah. be like I don't know, let's say let's say right now Rhea Ripley was your Raw Women's Champion. That'd like be okay. She's got beef with Rhea. Uh, Beth Phoenix has got beef with Rhea. That would be like Beth coming back, winning the Rumble, taking the opportunity away from somebody else that worked for it just so she can go at Rhea. She can get her match anytime she wants to. And I mean, I don't want to be petty for that, but that's how I look at that. You know, somebody that works very, very hard, you know, for an opportunity to even have that WrestleMania moment, only for someone just to come back, win it, and about a 99% chance, you're going to lose against your own blood because you know he ain't going to lose. Right. Which, the rumors stating that he's supposed to have two matches where he's supposed to lose one title. Okay. And keep the other one on SmackDown. Okay. There you go. But, I, I don't know. It's like I said, these there's so many, well, hey, or lately, rumors. You can't really call them rumors because everything you see on Twitter now it happens that day. Yeah, exactly. And it's So, I don't yeah. know. I guess we'll see. But like I said, in my opinion, The Rock don't need to win that Rumble. I'm sorry. He don't.
0: Jolly, jump in here, girl. What you got? Do I think The Rock deserves some Rumble? Fuck no. <laughs> and I'm 100% with that. But you know what? I'm perfectly fucking okay if Beth Phoenix came in and won it. The difference is because Beth has actually been active within the company. Rock has not. Um, that would be my only argument against you, what you just said, Kayla, uh, when I came to Beth. Because, you know, her taking the title off, if Rhea had it and Beth came in won, the ti- uh, won and took the title off of her, that's the most perfect revenge in the world for somebody that hurt her husband. Whereas, the only thing that Roman's done is just basically taking over the family when it should be Rock in charge of the family. Yeah. So... But, you know, uh, the titles need to be split, and I still stand by the fact that they do this. Somehow, some way, they have The Rock and Cody be the last two, and both feet hit the floor at the same time. Therefore, uh. splitting up your main event. So Roman Reigns gets to be the first man to main event night one and night two of Mania. Night two could be The Rock. Night one, he loses the title to Cody. And they just put the titles that way. That way, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. We get to see The Rock, and we get to see Cody. And we get to see Roman lose, at least to one of them. Yeah. Oh. Here's
2: the question. It's been over almost over three years that he's been pinned or submitted. How does he lose the title? I don't see
0: Roman tapping out. Honestly, Cody plays mind games. And let's say that a certain tag team that he might have an issue with, but has a bigger issue with the bloodline, because they want the titles too, comes in, takes out Jimmy and Jay to help out good old Cody. Even though they'll have a feud down the line. Because, you know... Fuck the revival. (laughs) Uh, So while Roman's distracted... Cody does a little underhand in this. Goes back to... His legacy roots. Does a little sneaky shit. (laughs) Maybe a certain... Cloaked figure who we all know is... William Regal slipping him some Nucks and he knocks out Roman pins him one two
1: three I love the poetry in that
2: (laughs) look he's not supposed to be back until twenty. I think he starts January of 2023 I heard so
0: So if it's by Mania even if we don't know who it is if we see the Nucks getting slid it might not even be him it could be somebody else but we would know that's a nod to and, and kind of a little slight to him doing it to MJF. Right. Yeah, so he beat, you know, I, I just would find humor in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like there there's so many different things that they could do for him to win. I mean, does he could help? Who took out Randy Orton, one of his best friends? The bloodline. What if he's back by then? He just comes in, RKO's the son of a bitch, and walks out. Nobody knows the wiser.
1: My God, yeah. There's like so many possibilities to put on
0: with with that one. Yeah, if, if if that's if that was the scenario where you get a double main event, and that's the scenario, there are so many ways to 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 keep Roman looking strong, but to also have Cody win. I mm-hmm.
2: also have seen something else that this was a while back since Cody's came, somebody had reached out to Ted DiBiase Jr. and asked him, would you ever help your former legacy brothers if needed? He says, I would help out if needed. So what if one night only Ted returned to help out Cody? That's another possibility.
1: Mm -hmm. That would be
2: a twist you never saw coming.
1: Full legacy reunion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. man by the time mania comes it's like you're gonna have a line of people coming after roman you're gonna have a lot the usos are gonna have X's on their backs big time and it's just like yeah by next summer we could possibly get the bloodline not holding any titles at all which would actually be
0: refreshing thank fuck
1: <laughs> don't get me wrong i
2: love roman reigns I love the Usos. Usos, But enough is enough. It's time. It's just time. is just to split them and it's time to give someone else an opportunity. Yeah.
1: Oh, and I saw this online and everything. How the fuck could they possibly not have Bianca Belair involved in the Royal Rumble premium live event at all? Because it's like her match with Alexa is uh, January 2nd. And the the make the card that I keep seeing for the Rumble and everything, it's like she is nowhere on it. And I was like, and I saw that. I was like, how the hell are you not going to have her included in that event? And I said, fuck. And then I said, fuck it. Have her declare for the Rumble. She said, if she, and if she says she have her say, if she wins, she's going to go to NXT and get the title that she never got. <laughs> but it's like I saw that I saw the card, and I was like, wait, well, you got to be kidding
0: me with that. Like I said, this is not, this should not be a one off. The match on New Year's Day or um, January 2nd does not need to be a one off. And I think it's stupid if they make the Alexa Bianca match a one off. Yeah.
1: We'll have to see what comes up with that. Oh, uh, real quick, Kale, I don't know if you saw this, but Scarlett tweeted out, retweeted the clip with the slap. And with Emma and everything, she said, you know, those whispers floating around that I'm a crazy psycho. Well, you're about to find out just how crazy I can be. Yeah, I saw that. I retweeted it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see that part. <laughs> That's like I stated
2: beginning. and mm-hmm. I messed up, you just don't yeah. slap the angel of doom and the smoke show and think you can get away with no 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 i don't care how many bubbles you popped in your life emma you ain't getting away with them <laughs>
1: oh man oh i like how i like how i sent you uh, i sent y'all this picture the other day where it's like the comparison on those pictures with uh rock and uh austin and uh ronaldo and messier and everything and the uh, guy asked in the picture in the tweet, are rocking uh Austin the Messian and Ronaldo of pro wrestling and, and what what was it you said, Jolie?
0: Neither one is an asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ronaldo is probably one of the most talented men to play football. But he is the biggest dick I have ever seen, the biggest crybaby, the biggest back baby back bitch. Um Hell, Austin is probably one of the coolest people. He's pro gay. He's pro, like, he is just out there supporting everybody and anybody. And The Rock is the same way, you know. So, Ronaldo is a baby back bitch. And Messi, Messi, I will give him the respect he deserves. He is definitely like The Rock and Stone Cold, especially when it comes to fans. Amazing man. No qualms about that man at all.
1: It's just Ronaldo.
0: Ronaldo's a fucking cunt.
1: <laughs> and it's like the way that um he was going to the locker room after they lost in the World Cup and everything. He was just crying his eyes out and everything. It's just like, yeah, Steve's not a big fan of his either. Oh, It's like, it's like
0: oh, we, we found the Tom Brady of the soccer world. Can't shake hands after he loses gracefully, bitch. Right.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Oh, speaking of Tom
1: Brady and football, you give your Eagles a shot tomorrow with uh,
0: Minshew. Let's see. The only difference this 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 time around is the quarterbacks. We have Minshew; they have Dak. Dak is folding like a lawn chair in the wind. He threw a pick six to end the game against the Jaguars. That's fantastic. <laughs> this is the same defense. And also, and it's the first time in history that an entire O-line are pro bowlers and alternate pro bowlers in NFL history. Yes. I saw that. That's that's nuts. And we have one of the be- – Hassan Reddick is over. I mean <laughs> – we have this is the first time the Eagles will have possibly ten or uh, three players to have ten sacks or more. Uh, BG is one and a half sacks behind. Hargrave I think is at ten sacks, and Reddick is over uh, twelve sacks. Uh, Micah Parsons is quote unquote still uh, questionable with illness. So is Trayvon Diggs. Van uh, der is out. This is this is the same team that we played. The only difference is Gardner Minshew is not a scrambling quarterback like Jalen. So will I eat my words later? I don't know. And the point is all we have to do is win one game. That's it. One game. And the division is ours. And the number one seed is ours. So, you know, Cowboys fans rejoicing. And then I will say this, Dear Cowboys fans, (sighs) it's almost January. And you know what that means? You get to relive the butt fumbles and anytime uh, Romo freaked out and got hurt. You cannot use the excuse because we won't if we lose on Christmas Eve. That it was our backup quarterback. No, we'll say the better team won. Because at that moment, you could have been the better team. hmm We don't use excuses. We never have. Oh, and by the way, our team won a Super Bowl with a backup against, despite being a baby back bitch, one of the greatest of all times at to quarterback, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day and merry fucking Christmas! (laughs) Hey, Kayla, I
1: think uh, you and I are on the same page, as well as most of America. That we're all going to be Eagles fans tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Um, Carolina's playing tomorrow, and they got Detroit. So I I don't even know at this point.
0: (laughs) All right, so you guys have the Detroit Lions tomorrow, one o'clock. Let's see. Let's see. Where do the Carolina Panthers play? Where do the Carolina Panthers play?
2: Bank of America Stadium at home.
0: I know that. I needed to find something real quick. So, they play in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, uh, right now, it feels like one degree outside in Charlotte, North Carolina. The temperature is 13 degrees in Charlotte, North Carolina. At 11:50 p.m. on Friday, December 23rd, at 1 p.m. tomorrow, it is going to feel like 25. It's going to be 25 with wind 11 miles per hour west southwest, and it's going to feel like it's fucking 14. Detroit plays indoors. I hope they brought warmers because that (laughs) bitch is going to be cold. Now I I need to
2: be a fan tomorrow.
0: Oh, hell no. Those fuckers are going to be so fucking drunk they're going to feel shit. And that's talking about somebody who's actually worked Christmas Day and probably one of the coldest games ever. Whew. And that was a night game too. That was horrible. I had to leave yeah. Christmas early for that shit. I don't
1: know. Oh, man. Oh, I was
0: going to say something else, but I lost, I lost my train
1: of thought. <laughs> uh, we'll say
0: this, you know, if we're going to stay on football for a moment you know, y'all gotta have some real pride in the Texans, despite losing the past two weeks, the fact that they gave up a fight to two playoff-bound teams. I know.
1: I mean, I do feel a little bit of that. I do feel um, the O-line has buffered up a lot with Tunsil, our only pro bowler. I'm glad we have at least one pro bowler. Um, But it's like they haven't been giving up a lot of sacks and everything. And so, um, the corner, I mean, it's like the run defense still needs work. And God, we need a quarterback next year, the draft. I don't know who we're going to get, Stroud or Bryce Young, but we need a quarterback. But – and then also when you have Andy Reid saying that give lovey time.
0: Listen yeah, to he, fucking Andy. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. So it's like he may have – I mean – you see you see the improvement, like, little by little and everything, so he may have bought himself another year. Pep Hamilton, the offensive coordinator, needs to fucking go, though. His plays are
0: bullshit. So the only two teams that did not have a Pro Bowl selection, the Chicago Bears. Sorry, Tony Khan. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Tony Khan. Nobody, nobody from the Jags, either. Wait, who's the Panthers? uh, Panthers? Let's
2: see. Let me see if I you say say it. I don't see, but it it might be the one I think it is.
0: They got Brian Burns. Defensive end. Okay. I can see that.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, Steve and I were looking at the list and everything, and it's like going, yes, we each have a pro bowler.
0: Life life is good. Because it's like... And then you all see the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, Miles Sander, Landon Dickerson, Hassan Reddick, yeah, Jason yeah, Kelsey, yeah, Darius yeah, Lane, yeah. Lane Johnson, A.J. Brown. We have the most.
1: Yeah, we know. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, no, it's like, I saw that list and I was like, going, damn. Oh. <laughs> Who should
2: I root for, mark Eagles or the Cowboys? <laughs>
0: Oh,
2: man. Oh, oh, and I have to... And, and, Cargill I, will root, I, I will root for anybody that plays... I will root for anybody that plays the Cowboys. I can stand the Cowboys. I just had to do that because she was going, well, Eagles just got this person, this person, this person, this person. I, know, right? <laughs> I
1: was
2: like, who should I root oh, for tomorrow? And,
1: and before we get off this podcast tonight, I have to tell you, ladies, as both teams of as fans of teams in the NL East, good luck against the Mets this year. Am I scared of the fucking Mets?
0: i like scared been, of the
1: Mets. They've spent they, a
0: lot of money, got a lot of people in, so it's just like... Okay, let's, let's look at their roster real quick. Scherzer, up there in age. Verlander, up there in age. They have to really curtail their fucking stars to keep them healthy for playoffs. Okay, they just signed Carlos Correa, who can also not stay healthy.
1: I, I I will agree with you on that one, being a being a fan, being a uh, fan.
0: Yeah, we I don't know much about the Asian guy that they got, but we're also looking at an Asian pitcher from Japan. Uh, we just the 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 Phillies just signed uh, Kimbrel, and I who used to be a Brave. Um, uh, even though he doesn't have the same stuff he used to have back then, he's still mm-hmm. a decent mid reliever. Um the Mets just, the Mets are literally trying to buy a championship now. Because you don't need to have the best record in all of baseball to get to the World Series, and the Philadelphia Phillies and the San Diego Padres both prove that by beating the Braves and the Mets. I mean, anytime the the Mets shit the bed, I think anybody in the NL East fucking cheers. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, I saw the Phillies uh, picked up uh, Kimbrel and everything. He definitely is not the uh, closer or reliever that he was, especially when he was back in Boston and everything. He still got his funky stance, but but
0: um, I just yeah, I'm just wondering how, what that's going to bring. Well, we already have our we already have Alvarado and um, I forget the other guy's name, but we already have our our setup and closer. Kimbrel's a long. He's basically Dave Robinson. Yeah. He, he's a long reliever that we need. It, it it works out. It's fun. And he also can help our guys train better.
1: Yeah. And then it's like, Kayla. I cannot remember off the top of my head. It's like, I can't remember who you guys signed or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like I, with, with all the moves that the, uh, Braves, the Mets were making and everything, I was like going, shit, Jolie and Kayla are going to have issues.
0: <laughs> Look, here's the thing. And I will say this wholeheartedly. We struggle against the Mets in the regular season. But again, we've proven that Verlander is hittable. Uh, and again, Carlos Correa cannot stay healthy to save his fucking life. Yeah, like, that,
1: whole thing, that whole thing with the Giants and Correa and everything, it's like, I just seriously think they got cold feet. Because it's like, how in the hell... Is a physical? Is, sorry, is an injury from 2014 when he was in the minors, coming coming up now or coming now to be an issue. So uh, apparently on a that's, that's
0: apparently that's not what happened. So what had happened was, from what I read, it had nothing to do with an injury. His insurance wouldn't pay for it. Then Giants said you have to pay for the physical, and then the Mets are like, well we'll pay for the physical, and that's why he signed with the Mets. That was it. It wasn't an injury thing. It was just because Car- Carlos didn't want to pay out of pocket for a physical. The guy's a fucking millionaire. And he doesn't want to pay out of pocket for a fucking physical. He wants the team to pay for it. To prove that he's healthy. No, motherfucker. You proved, to, prove, you proved that you're fucking healthy.
1: Oh, so many damn stories going online. You never know these days. <laughs> oh, man. Ladies, it has been a year. It has been one fucking crazy of a year.
0: <sighs>
1: Man. All right, Kayla, your final thoughts as we wrap up 2022.
2: Like you said, it's been one heck of a year. Um just so many more different things are going to happen coming up. Um hopefully with everything goes through. I'm still working on our app to get it going, so Um, hopefully, um, we'll have another episode where I can actually say, Hey, it's live, go check it out, download it, whatever. Um, that's definitely something. Um, I know we'll have more guests, um, you know, just different things happening and it's just been one heck of a year and come next year in February, we celebrate our three years and it's going to be epic, and once again, it's been another great year with you ladies, and like I said multiple times, I wouldn't want any other ladies as my co-host, because, you know, we connect so connect so well with each other, and yeah. um, I mean, we don't agree on everything all the time, but we just connect and, you know, different things, so um Um, looking forward to our next adventure on this podcast and everyone I hope you have a very merry Christmas and a very happy new year and you all be safe and we'll see you in 2023 so this will be the last time we hear the Carolina Boss ladies rants and raves and craziness until next time so don't piss me off between now so don't piss me off now about Cross until then or I might
1: just tweet it out Yeah, don't piss her off, please. Please and thank you. She takes it out on us, and I'm not even lying. Jolly.
0: I just want to wish everybody a happy holidays. Um Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh anybody who sells um celebrates Yule. That's why I say happy holidays. I include everybody in that one. Um, Happy New Year. Um so just be nice to your retail workers and your service industry workers. Cause we're stuck taking care of your shit while you get to have fun. So be nice to us. We deserve it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, just, just be cool and, and, and just enjoy the holidays. And if you do not have to go outside, don't go outside in this weather. And um, we'll just see y'all next year. Go birds. <laughs> all right. So
1: um, we will not be having a new episode dropping next week. Uh, our next episode will be released on Tuesday, January 10th. Um, as I said on the tweet uh, the other day, please bear with us for January. We will be getting content out starting January tenth, um, our recording schedule is going to be a little crazy and everything because the Eagles are playoff bound and Jolie's life is going to be unridic- ridiculously crazy for the le- next month. <laughs> yep. So, but in February, the content, everything's going to be back on a steady stream and coming at y'all, coming at y'all hard and everything. And this has been an absolute crazy year, and I. And it's like I see more things for us in 2023. Um, this queen would just like to say happy holidays to everybody. Be safe. Um, enjoy your family and love, uh, family and friends and loved ones. And for the last time in 2022, thank you so. That's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time in 2023 as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.